Yeah, this one's for you. guys how y'all doing welcome or welcome back to the one and only podcast as slow and throat everything better in slow-mo the podcast where we talk about everything r&b guys so stay tuned to slow it down with me your girl your host bailey aka djk aka miss slow it down uh so this week guys we're gonna be talking about r&b's naughty bass way takeover guys when the time came for R&B to no longer be second place sister to hip-hop, guys, when it created its own sound and genre when it broke away, guys, uh, you know, the evolution of R&B, you know, through the years, ups and downs, good, bad, the, you know, artists that came up and made it what it is, and how we define it then versus how we define it, define it today, guys, so we're gonna get into all that, we're gonna get into a little bit of history of R&B, so come slow down with me. Y'all already know. Uh, Life talks and honey shots. I got five stories for y'all guys, so you can stay in the loop of what's going on in the game, y'all. So, uh, absolutely, I want to say one thing. ASAP Rocky right now is currently being held in a prison in Sweden that he is being mistreated, y'all. We gotta, you know, hashtag uh, free ASAP Rocky, guys. He uh, got arrested because some guys were following him around. He asked them repeatedly to please back up, not follow them. It broke into a uh, brawl, and, uh, yeah, so free, uh, ASAP, yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we, for Double Cup Love, y'all, I got for you this week, my boy Michonne with a gift. You ever heard of Michonne? We're gonna break into it, and you guys can get this lovely music by him, yeah. And, uh, you know, we just gonna break into Backseat to Hip Hop no longer, y'all, so come slow down with me, tune in. And uh, let's slow it down, y'all. We keep it chopping over the structure. You already know. Everything better in slow-mo. Alright, y'all. Welcome to the segment of Life Talks and Henny Shots. Where I give you guys five stories of, you know, R&B and hip-hop news. So I got five stories for y'all. So the first one, let's get into this. Free ASAP Rocky, y'all. Free them up. So, ASAP Ferg remains optimistic amid ASAP Rocky's arrest. And he said, God got us. So, y'all, free the mob. ASAP Rocky's situation has been making headlines across the world all week. The rapper was arrested in Sweden for an alleged assault. Though he maintains that he acted out of self-defense, Rocky was being followed by two gentlemen who are currently under investigation for molestation. For telling them to get away from them, even though the footage clearly showed the two men continuing to test Rocky and co. The uh, rapper and the three others were arrested, y'all. Meanwhile, m- meanwhile, across the pond, fans and peers have railed for his freedom. Ferg recently has made a concerned effort to raise awareness for Rocky's situation during an interview on TRL, where he was not only rocked a free the mob shirt, but he also gave a bit of an update on Rocky's situation. Ferg recently chopped it off with sway on Rocky's arrest. Ferg remained optimistic while trying to encourage viewers to sign the petition calling for Rocky's justice. The very touchy st- this is what ASAP Ferg uh, stated with sway. <clears throat> it's a very touchy situation because they uh, got different laws over in- there in Sweden. I haven't got the chance to speak with him. They're not letting him speak to anybody and we're trying our best to get him out of the situation. And I believe he's going to pull through, he said. 
free all the guys. They're going to be alright. I know God got us. So guys, that is what the recent update on Rocky's sad, you know, what's going on update with him. Um, so, second story I got for you is Jermaine Dupri, the great producer, doubles down on claims. He's more influential than Outkast in ATL, y'all. This is a big claim. <laughs> Jermaine Dupri with a hot take. So, Atlanta is undoubtedly one of the most influential cities in rap right now. Not only that, but it's been an influential city for decades, y'all. ATL has always been the spot. It's largely due to the fact that it it's also a hotbed for talent. Young Thug and Future and two are two of the artists in this generation that will go down in history. Of course, Future's that boy in history books, while Gucci Man, T.I., and Jeezy have also stamped their names in the culture. For the la- uh, for a lot of hip-hop heads, Outkast is one of the greatest groups of all time in, hip- in hip-hop history, not only in Atlanta, but in music in general. However, Jermaine Dupri thinks that his contribution to the culture has been more impactful than Andre 300 and Big Boy. Y'all, uh, Jermaine Dupri is, uh, is one of my favorite uh, producers in hip-hop, but let's see what he has to say. In a recent hip, uh, interview with Hot 97, Jermaine Dupri doubled down the claims that he is more influ- influential to AT- the ATL than Outkast. Peter Rosenberg brought up a quote that Dupri said to the Atlanta Black Star when, which opened up the conversation. Da- uh, JD simply agreed before making his argument. Not only did D- uh, JD bring up the fact that he helped bring talent into ATL such as Diddy, DJ Envy, and many others. He's also re, uh, relieved that revealed that Outkast was once trying to sign him. This is what Jermaine had to say. Outkast tried to uh, sign to So So Death. So So Death. <laughs> uh, so what does that mean? Jepri ex- explained that uh, they said they was calling, but I never got the call. Big Boy was telling that he's calling. That he's calling. He continued. Whether or not you agree. You can't deny that Dupree played a pivotal role in the growth of Atlanta's hip-hop scene. Y'all, you can peep the the whole interview with Dupree on Hot 97 um, uh, with Sway in the Morning, you feel me? So, if you guys want to peep the rest of that story. So, let's go uh, to back to the uh, third story, y'all. Salt and Peppa claim DJ Spinderella just left... Uh, Sung because he feels left out, y'all. Salt and Pepper uh, Fireback. Just yesterday, we uh, we reported that DJ Spinderella was sung her uh, group by its of nearly 35 years on claims that the trademark in Fragment brought in breach of contact. She claimed that Salt and Pepper were continu- continuing to use her to promote their performances, despite the fact that only recently opened up about her group. This is what she, uh, termination from the group and explained that she would not be be performing on the hashtag NBOTB mixtape tour. So this is a tour that Salt and Peppa are going on right now. And, uh, I can't believe everyone's feuding like this, claiming they're the best, leaving stuff. You know, can we just get along? (laughs) So she also claimed that she has not seen a dime out of the 600k royalties that had reportedly received in the past decade. And not only uh, been given any compensation for her guest appearances on Beach One TV, showed center around the group's rise to stardom, despite being promised a third of the cut. 
Now, however, Salt and Pepper have reportedly fired back, claiming that she doesn't have the facts right, and it's in fact just suing them because of her own insecurities and feelings of being left out from the group, y'all. Ooh, looks like it's gonna be a, a case. Um, sources contact the group that have contacted the group came forward to talk to TMZ, oh, the best uh, news out there. <laughs> Um, that she has felt like a third wheel ever since H, uh, uh, H, VHI's 2000 Salt and Pepper show, where she was only featured as a guest. However, sources say that the context doesn't really specify that spine, spin is entitled to any royalties, including the 125k that she, uh, says she's owed from the 1999 best album, best of the album. They alleged uh, alleged that she was also paid as an independent contractor, and that the duo still made sure she got she always got the finest uh, combinations to go along with her paycheck in regards to the show. Sources claim that it was, in fact, the TV producers who limited her involvement, meaning that um, meaning it was out of Salt and Pepper's hands. They dealed detailed that they thought Spin was just pretty petty about the fact that talk shows regularly only request the two leading ladies for interviews. Finally, the source explained that Salt and Pepper, the brand, is owned by Salt and Pepper and not Spinderella, meaning that her trademark infri- infringement claims hold no base, adding that the duo haven't used her name for likeliness once since her departure from the group. What do y'all think? So let me know what you guys think about that little situation. Um, let's go to the fourth story, y'all. Kid Cudi Ryan reminds us uh, of the time he was tripping on acid at Coachella. Kid Cudi was feeling the electric feel. So way back in 2014, MGMT played a wonderful set at Coachella and the crowd went wild when their song Electric Feel queued up and they began to sing it live. Thousands of people in the audience weren't the only ones feeling the vibe, as you can see in a recent clip that has been shared to Twitter, y'all, since Kid Cudi can be seen floating around the stage, dancing and smiling. The day and night rapper responded to the researcher's clip and alerted his fans the news he may or may not have been, have told them before. This is what Kid Cudi stated in a tweet. I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but this was right when the acid started kicking in and I couldn't help myself, haha. <laughs> So, no, I wouldn't stay, say I was drunk, just tripping balls. At who is MGMT, thanks for letting me groove with you. Uh, my face was melting and I felt so fucking free, he wrote in a tweet. Uh, retweeting over the clip of him tripping. It's safe, it's safe to say such a sight may never happen again since Kid previously chat, ch- uh, chatted with Jada smith detailing how he used to do drugs as a way to beat depression he said i was very good at keeping my troubles hidden he said as of lately though the kids on the bright side it's beautiful this is what he stated it's a beautiful thing i think just getting back into out into the world doing whatever i love again has really been big for me but then also spending time with my daughter and he concluded with, my daughter is my world. So if y'all can go to Twitter, y'all can check out that clip. Cuddy shared it himself, and I watched the clip, and it's absolutely hilarious. So uh, good. Uh, shall see you, um, kid, for doing better, beating your depression, and stop 
stopping using drugs. Alright guys, a final story here. We got Wendy Williams involved. So Wendy Williams called out Lil' Kim, an icon following rapper's messy media comments. Alright guys, so the first half of 2019 may have been a rough season for <laughs> Wendy Williams. A bunch went down with her, but she's back in full force. Recently, Lil' Kim took to her Instagram live to share with fans that she was uh, uh, proved with social with media outlets. The rapper said that she was shutting down her press rounds because they were too there were two outlets that were being messy, one of whom included Watch What Happens Live with Bravo's Andy Cohen. This is what um, Kim stated. Two of the major outlets went uh, want it to be messy, Kim said. She also added my publicist and my manager made the excuse of ex- executive decision to shut it down. At at this point, it's about me. I'm that bitch. Nothing else. I refuse to fucking keep doing all these interviews, publications, all that shit. If motherfuckers, if motherfuckers are going, not going to respect who I am, what I've done, where I am now, put some fucking respect on my name, period. Just 24 hours after Kim's birthday, Wendy Williams used her platform to share her thoughts about the Queen Bee's notice of a media blackout. Williams played a clip of uh, Kim's Instagram live and then said, When you were to come on Wendy, I already knew, even before your publicist or you, whomever, was going to try to lay down some laws. I can't, uh, what I can't ask, I wasn't going to dwell on plastic surgery, but I would make mention. Williams didn't verify that Kim was scheduled to appear on her show, but she continued that there was no way to get around plastic surgery, there is uh, no way to get around all uh, alleged allegations, there is no way um, of skin bleaching, there is no way to get around stuff, but I wasn't doing on that. I was happy to have Kim here. All hail the Queen, Williams then called Kim an icon and a legend, and said she hoped that no one at her show said or did anything to offend the rapper. Meanwhile, after Kim's criticism went viral on social media, Cohan took to Fab, stating, I love Kim, and I can't wait for her to return to the clubhouse. So yeah, you can check out that clip. Um, you know, watch, uh, watch what happened live with, uh, you know, Lil' Kim, Wendy Williams, and the media blackout. Y'all, you can find that on YouTube. And, uh, you know, uh, I hope uh, that... You know, little Kim does make an appearance and all goes well, guys. So that's all I have for you all all this week. Um, Remember, free to mob. Hopefully Rocky comes back to America where he should be, y'all. Self-defense is self-defense. And in the video, which y'all can find, it clearly is shown. So uh, that's it for Life Talks 20 Shots. Uh, Stay tuned for the next segment, y'all, with some double cup love. You don't want to lean on. uh. All right, it's uh, Miss Slow Down here. And uh, stay tuned, y'all. Keep your child never slot. Which is 
podcast they stowed this special segment uh where we are going to be talking more melodies and rhymes r&b evolution and take over yeah so we're going to be talking about the best year in r&b 2014 was the best year for r&b uh this is off vice.com y'all so 2014 marked the first time in recent memory that hip-hop played the background role in the sister genre as R&B became a more robust, more rewarding, and overall better genre, y'all. If you were to judge the music scene for the last five years by only the blockbuster hip-hop and R&B releases that have came out of it, it would paint a pretty one-sided picture of the two genes, y'all. There's never been a, t- a chart-topping system that separates hip-hop and R&B. It's always, you know, hip-hop and R&B is, is one. So, which means that whenever you measure the albums that become touchstone or marquee events of the past years, it paints the picture of a musical landscape that's saint more towards hip-hop. 2013 was ruled with heavyweight al- albums such as Jesus and Drake's Nothing Was The Same. 2012 belonged to Kendrick with a nod to Frank Ocean, of course, and 2011 had Drake's Take Care and The Throne. 2009 was all about Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Eminem's first album, Post Relapse. Recovery was in 2009, was the first album of Blueprint 3 and the Carter 3. 2014 marked the first time hip-hop played the background role in the sister gene as R&B became more robust, more rewarding, and overall a better genre. 2014 marked the worst year for commercial hip-hop projects, but it was also the greatest period for R&B albums in years. So, R&B renaissance uh, overhyped. 2014 was when it finally blossomed into a multicolored array of palettes. It spread its wings. 2014 was the year we tried to actively do away with the uh, label of alternate R&B, or worse, PBR&B. So, in 2014, there was something for every kind of R&B fan. Uh, For Bonafide Isles, Michael Jackson, Mariah Carey, D'Angelo, and Mary J. Blodge felt nostalgic. Tink, Keisha, uh, Cole... J-Lo, Ashanti, Babyface, or Tony Braxton, depending on how far you went back in the history. In the mo- mood for crooning harp throbs was Chris Brown, Trey Songz, Omarion, of course, and Oxal Cena. All dropped albums in 2014. In the new Party Next Door, Tanasha, or C-D-A. Saya, guys. So, you know, there was something, a little, a little, uh, every, something for in every character of R&B, you know, thugs. So, what is R&B music in 2019? With hip-hop's current melody-based wave taking over and the influx of rappers rebounding themselves as singers-slash-artists, how do we define R&B in 2009, y'all? Historically, R&B has been code for urban black music. To me, it's not about race or gender, it it was soul, y'all. In the 90s, it was easier to distinguish if a piece of music was or wasn't R&B. However, defining the genre today has become somewhat of a challenge, y'all. Uh, longtime R&B heads uh, want the genre to revert to good time, the good old times, or more specifically, the 90s. It was all over, I miss that singing in the rain, and I want my baby back R&B, y'all. The real shit dance in the rain in front of their house. Uh, in fact, a lot of traditional R&B fans despise uh, what the genre is supposed to sound like in you know, they always have some, you know, 
more speculation on what the genre is supposed to sound like in 2019. 90s R&B was full of luxury runs, assured singing chops, blunt sexual advances, and a ton of singing. In the rain, of course. And you don't even know. <laughs> it was a time where great vocalists impressed audiences with their vocal abilities and lyrical vulnerabilities. Today, the approach has shifted and proceeded to uh, computerize sounds rather than an artist's vocal chops, y'all. You know, more uh, production is you know, way more uh, common now than in the 90s. That doesn't mean that it's lost its soul, but it has morphed into a crossbred of, crossbreed of genres. One that allows rappers to bring out their singing, you know. Uh, like, uh, like life, music should progress with the times, which helps to explain the evolution of R&B. From Frank Ocean, who his version of R&B, uh, rhythm and blues, uh, melancholy, folktale, heartbreaking, bedroom jams, to Drake, who mastered the formula of combining hip-hop and R&B so smoothly, to the ATL rock label angst of... SCA or the hyper electric heavy bass of a Joey. Artists continue to push the sound of the genre forward. Some believe this evolution is what the genre needs to sound and stay fresh, while others believe it means the end of quality RB, y'all. Uh, I'm accept all forms, guys. I'm all about RB progressing. I love it. It's all great. For the fans who grew up uh, on R&B, 90s R&B, I understand why the sonic sound is so upsetting, but that doesn't mean that 90s R&B isn't impacting the musical landscape anymore. Today, from Drake, with his interlude, music uh, to t- uh, Tame Impala, because I'm a man, 90s R&B is present, alive, and well, using samples, all types of stuff. R&B is not only sound, but a vocal and how it can make you feel. Uh, once considered two distinct genres, artists have successfully merged R&B and hip-hop into a hybrid genre, guys, they're very close. Remember when a hip-hop act and an R&B act would come together for a song? It was actually, uh, it was usually magic. So, uh, now it's widely accepted when a rapper's song sings their own hook. From a label and publishing, it's cost-effective. Fewer fewer people need a slice of the pie. Migos rapper Quavo tweeted, uh, his interest in crafting an R&B album, which, given his guest feature track record, wouldn't be that obscure. XXX Tentacion of late, uh, R.I.P., took home the best R&B album and received nominations in the best R&B artist and male artist categories at the Billboard Music Awards. I know what you're thinking. Quavo and X aren't real R&B artists. Well, they are now. Ever since Lauryn Hill stopped... Stepped on the scene with Lost Ones, great. The lines between hip-hop and R&B have been blurred. In 2009, Drake used that winning combo to begin his ascent into the stratosphere, laying down the blueprint for countless hip-hop acts to follow his lead. Tether the Creator, newly released, 6,000, Igor, 10 out of 10, y'all. With its R&B evolution isn't a bad thing, it's uh, it's helped more artists to reach the masses. Say what you will uh, about Purified of the genre, but Drake's R&B teamed material has done wonders for the genre. Really, Drake created his own sound, you know, it's called the Drake sound. And no, it's not the same harmonic, super soulful vocals so many of us fell in love with, but it's keeping R&B alive in the mainstream. There's room at the top for every kind of R&B. It doesn't matter how we define it. Real R&B 
It seemed like a lost art. Fresh voices have changed that. Is, is that enough for R&B though? 2018, a year in which R&B is a central part of the pop combo. Hip-hop made its impact. People want to have fun and turn up, but people also want to hear raw, genuine emotions. Beautifully said by her, the artist, she stated, I think that's why live cut through, and that's why there's a surge of R&B artists cutting through. We are all seeing all these artists staying true to themselves and showing the record labels that R&B has not died. People are gravitating toward the music. That remains reminds them of brandy monica and swb all all icons of r&b that made 90s r&b so special it's like real r&b is coming back y'all her ended um, r&b has also set the pace for hip-hop's ascent to prominence as its artists learn on the defining sounds of the genre from lush soul melodies to jazz infused grooves to provide a crucial framework for rap and it's remaining stay as a genre. So what do you what do y'all think um, about how the sound of you know R&B as itself should sound in 2019? Let me know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask y'all, and I want your responses. Um, I totally agree that R&B, you know, uh, music isn't dead, and I agree that with you know time it's gonna progress. And I do agree that all these artists believe belong in the genre because they're all coming out with beautiful songs uh and melodies and you know in fact r&b in from the 90s which is the og is still in and i agree with her i think the genre the real r&b feeling and emotion and sound and the soul is all still there so tell me what y'all think about uh r&b through the years and if y'all think the sound right now is in fact bugging turn up the uh you know og soulful sound or if it's bringing it back y'all let me know so uh guys that does it with the stay slowed saturdays segment more melodies and rhymes r&b evolution what it should sound like in 2019 and is that enough uh you guys let me know what y'all think and tune in for some double cup love y'all um i'll see you there Keep it chopped, never slap, guys. R&B is staying alive, and it's beautiful. See y'all in the next segment. Double cup love, you the one I lean on. Feel it for a fix, then you should really get your fiend on. Yeah. segment of double cup love segment where i give y'all 10 songs for the week with a theme and this week's theme guys is the bait the r&b breakthrough bangers what made r&b great and brought it to light now i kind of went off the saturdays the stay low segment you know uh, of what uh, of r&b's evolution and different type of sounds so i kind of mentioned some of the artists i mentioned so guys, a double cup love this week, breakthrough R&B songs that brought it to the light. Alright guys, for the first one, we have from Nothing Was The Same, from Drake, uh, from 2011, is Furthest Thing, y'all. Uh, second, we got Pilot Jones from Frankie Ocean, from Channel Orange, y'all. Uh, we also have Drake again at number three, uh, from So Far Gone, Bria's Interlude, which is Drake featuring Omarion, of course. Uh, for we got Ray J's One Wish. Now, guys, I only added this song because it's Dancing in the Rain, real R&B. Trying to get in front of his girl's house, like, damn, baby. 
you know, it's some real R&B, that's when you knew it was real, y'all. That's a classic in uh, R&B staples from, you know, back in the day R&B, thousands. At five guys, we have from 17, Dead Inside, interlude by the late and great XXX Tentacional. At six, we got Igor with The Earthquake by T the C, Tyler Crater himself. Great album. Seven, we have Her with every kind of way from the album Her. Uh, at eight, we have the great R&B legend Tank with compliments. Um, at nine, we have the single Drugs from our boy August Alsina. Uh, remember to send your prayers for him. Uh, liver disease uh, has recently put him in the hospital, losing his ability to walk, y'all. So, bless up to him. At ten, we have Tremaine, Come Over. Uh, I mean, we have <laughs> Come Over by Trey Song from the album Tremaine. And guys, for an extra, I threw a PND's name in there because he was on the list of Breakthrough R&B uh, in a newer. So it's from PND3, the album. Don't know how by PND himself, y'all. So that's the list of R&B bangers, the breakthroughs that shed R&B its light. Uh, y'all, it will be up on the member to go like my Facebook page for this podcast. So on third, everything better in Somo, the official page. I post the 10 songs every week so y'all don't have to repeat going through this segment to get the songs. You can just go on the page and find them. I post them. So guys, if you haven't already, go give that a like for me and uh, stay tuned for Mixtape Madness coming up with y'all. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed these lists of 10 bangers that really brought R&B to the spot. Newer, older, you know, different sounds that kind of switched up R&B and made it a difficult genre to define, but also made the sound through the years increase and still, you know, included 90s R&B. So uh, R&B is not dead, y'all. It's just beginning, so stay tuned for some mixtape madness and uh, keep it chopped. We slowed up now, uh, miss slow down out, and let's go on to the next segment, y'all. What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the segment mixtape madness, where we break down a mixtape each week for y'all. Uh, this week we're gonna go with Nashan, the gift, y'all. So, Mashan, if you all don't know, Raffler was born February 3rd, 1993. He's known as Mashan, and he plays the keyboard in both acoustic and electric guitar. So, his genre is R&B, pop, and hip-hop. Uh, he started off in 2014 with a mixtape, uh, and he's still going on. His labels are Dynasty Records and Columbia Records. The tape we're breaking down again is The Gift, y'all. It was released February 14, 2013. And was hosted by DJ Era, and it is Mashan's fifth mixtape, guys. So, um, this is more of a smooth R&B type uh, tape that he released, and uh, I love it, so let's get it. Uh, it contains, the tape is 15 tracks, um, and the track list goes 1, intro, 2, oh, let, before I say the track list, y'all. Um, there's a bunch of producers in here, uh, Jai Young, uh, Michonne himself, uh, actually produced a bunch of them, uh, Young Bugatti's, uh, producer, Marco B, you see a lot, Mar- uh, David Sebastian is a feature, and Jai Young also is a feature, uh, also Mr. Pay Attention, producer, and Bolo. So, uh, you know, Michonne had a big 
part of the production also in this tape, and I think that's what makes it more special. One of my favorite tapes from him. Uh, Lost Files is also a good one, but let's break this one down. So 15 tracks all. One, intro. Two, human nature. Three, enjoy, produced by Jay Young, guys. Four, give me your love, produced by Michonne. Ride, which features Jay Young, and it was produced by Michonne himself. Overtime, one of my favorites, was produced by Michonne. Seven, Lethal Tender, produced by Young Bugatti. Eight, Skit. Nine, his S-Bomb, produced by Marco Bio. Ten, is Be That, produced by Michonne. And uh, it's one of one of my favorites also. Eleven, being Love Right Now, featuring Jay Young and David Sebastian, produced by Marco Bio. Tw- uh, Twelve, Still Mine, one of my all-time favorites, uh, produced by Mr. Pay Attention. Thirteen, that's sexy up in here, produced by Bobo. 14, Mirage, produced by Mr. Pay Attention again, and 15, being outro, y'all. This tape was released in 2013, being the fifth, um, you know, fifth album by, uh, our boy Michonne, and I enjoy his music very much so, so go check that one out, y'all, uh, Mixtape Madness this week, kind of a short one, but The Gift by our boy Michonne, go, uh, remember, y'all cannot find this mixtape on Apple Music or Spotify, if you're lucky, maybe you'll find the OG one on SoundCloud. But remember the two apps I told you about free on Apple and Android, um, Depth and my mixtape. Uh, that's where you can find anyone's mixtape. So download those apps, guys, and play this mixtape, The Gift by our boy Michonne, and listen to his other stuff as well. Uh, and I hope you all enjoy this uh, mixtape. Um, you know, it's more of an R&B vibe, a little bit of love. Uh, great features, great production. Um, go check that one out, y'all. And Miss Slow It Down is out. Thank y'all for tuning in. And I hope y'all go check this one out and download those two apps, guys. Dat Piff and My Mixtape. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. And we slowed up. Y'all already know. Uh, if you tuned in, thank y'all. Miss Slow It Down is out. Um, thanks for the love, the support. Remember, keep it chopped. We don't get slopped, y'all. slow it down here with the uh you know the outro um of episode nine where we talked about uh the melody based breakthrough of r&b and how it became its own shed light so backseat to hip-hop and no longer sewn genre sounds through the years y'all let me know once again what r&b should sound like in 2019 i'd really like to know remember to uh, go to the Facebook page, give it a like if you haven't, so don't throw it everything better on, in slow on Facebook. I list the Double Cup Love, the 10 songs I give y'all each week with a theme, which the theme was Breakthrough to Now's R&B Sound. Um, and uh, remember uh, the news, we got five stories. Remember Free free the Mob for Asap Rocky, who was locked up in Sweden. Um, and, uh, I hope you guys enjoy, um, remember guys, I do this for y'all, I want to share the love, I think sharing this R&B beautifulness is way better than, you know, saying I love you, so this is my way of doing it, tune in every Saturday, slow-mo slowed up Saturdays, um, with new episodes, I will post this at noon, y'all tune in, give the page a like, and I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and remember every Saturday I'd be posting, uh, you know, I've been lagging lately, but I'm back, and I'm better, eh? Um, so we keep it chopped, never slopped. Come slow it down with me, y'all. And 
I hope y'all enjoyed this. Remember double cup love and go like the Facebook page and always keep R&B in your hearts. It's about soul, it's about rhythm, blues, you know, emotion. So remember that R&B is not dead and we got new artists and old artists even keeping it alive. So I hope y'all tune in every week to slow it down me, Miss Slow It Down, aka Bailey, and uh, keep it slowed up for a while. Um, so you guys enjoy uh, next week. Tune in Saturday. We'll have episode 10 coming up for y'all. Got a good one. So tune into that. And remember, we keep it chopped. Never ever slapped. It's slowed and toed here. And uh, keep R&B alive, y'all. And keep enjoying the genre and every part and every sound it incorporates. Thank y'all. Miss Slow It Down out. <laughs>